Why does God hate the poor? Does he will his hate of the poor? Almost universally among 20th century and modern Western and continental philosophers, the will is seen as the driving force of human nature. And among many, it is also the driving force and even the substance and essence of reality. This is true for uh, idealists such as Hegel, for whom the uh, dialectical logic of the spirit of history eventually became the world concept of the fascists and the material class struggle of the communists. For Schopenhauer, man's will was the substance and driving force of reality. For Friedrich Nietzsche, it was the will to power that was the driving force of nature and humanity. Even the uh, leap of fate that is the basis for Kierkegaard's Christian theology was a leap of the will. And existentialism depends on the will to give meaning to, an, a meaning to a meaningless universe in which existence comes before essence. However, other than the concept of ethics, there's probably no word that is more distorted and practically meaningless from the working class perspective that is the perspective of this podcast. The word will, whose use and therefore its meaning, cannot be applied to God. The theologians often talk about the will of God and free will as one of the biggest cons by theology on the poor and the working class. Usually to will something means you lack it and want it. God is omnipresent, all-powerful, and the source of what there is instead of nothing. Uh, therefore, he needs nothing. He is complete and whole, always was, is, and will be. This meaning of will cannot be applied to God as an omnipresent, all-powerful being uh, does not need anything. However, will also means wanting to continue. I am alive and want to continue living instead of committing suicide. The will to hope. As uh, Friedrich Nietzsche said, hope, the worst of all evils, because it prolongs the torments of man. However, at least this concept of will doesn't does not entail lacking something, and therefore, in theory, can be applied to God, or can it? If God exists and continues to will his existence, does such imply that he could commit suicide by not, by not willing to co continue to exist? Ontologically, this seems to be a possibility. God got the poker game of the universe going, but does it need him to be around to continue its existence? He is the reason there is something instead of nothing, but now that there is something, does the something need him to continue? We are forgetting uh, in this paradox our philosophy of language lessons and getting caught up in our own words. These questions ignore the ontology that we're talking about and imply God acting in time. We exist, we continue to will our existence, and one day we may not exist. We exist in time. Time is simply our relative perceptions of the possibilities around us, and they're coming to life around us. God does not exist in time. He is omnipresent by the definition of the concept of God. That is why we have the ontological proof, and that is why it works. The, sub the something that is now around includes time, but he is the source of time and therefore is outside of time by the definition of God. If he existed in time, then we would have to ask, why is there this, some this something in time instead of nothing that would lead us again by necessity 
to the reason there is something instead of nothing, God. Everything is a now to the God of the ontological proof. So the concept of will only applies nominally to God in the sense that he is the reason there is something instead of nothing. He wills the something and continues it by definition. As the song goes, que sera, sera, what will be, will be. But this is not will in the sense of a choice. A choice would mean that he has options between one thing or another, that he is incomplete in some way, that he exists in time in some way. Only incomplete beings have options or choices because they are incomplete. That is not ontologically possible for the concept of God. As the ontological proof goes, God is the perfect, omnipotent, omniscient originator and ruler of the universe, the reason why there is something instead of nothing. There is nothing he lacks requiring a will for it, and there is does not exist in time, so he cannot will existing now and not later or vice versa. Thus, whether he wills the poor and his hatred for them is a meaningless question, but to the extent anomaly applies to the question we are asking, he does will the poor and his hatred of them in the same way that he wills all creation. In summary, we have reached the point of having numerous answers in our contemplation of the question of why God hates the poor. We know that God knows and thinks about the poor and his hatred for them in an analytical, completely tautological sense, and wills it in the sense that he wills his existence in the existence of something instead of nothing. The poor and his hatred of them is a necessary part of the something for which he is the reason it exists. Also, we've uh, been able to conclude that neither justice, morality, ethics, or fairness bars such hatred of the poor. Last but not least is the question of hate itself. What does hate mean? Does God hate? Does God love? Could he love the poor instead of hating them and treating them in the way he does? These will be our final questions on this uh, issue.